So hey guys and welcome to Finding Your Diamond podcast with me Nalepo as your host and this is episode 2. If you haven't listened to episode 1, I don't know what you're waiting for. Episode 1 was on self-care. And yeah, so listen to it and tell a friend, tell a friend and follow at Finding Your Diamond podcast on Instagram to get all updates. So I have some really exciting news to share before I begin. I was thinking about a name for my audience for quite some time and I was really brainstorming and I finally came up with one. So it is Gems, G-E-M-Z. So hey, Gems, and welcome to episode two. So what is social anxiety? Social anxiety is basically the feeling of or the fear of being embarrassed, especially in a social setting. You worry so much that there's maybe there's something wrong with you and the people around you are going to notice and they're going to judge you for it. And you become really self-conscious. So first things first, I want you guys to understand that social anxiety is a perception. So what do I mean by perception? Let's think about it this way. I remember this one time I had taken some photos and I was so, so worried about them because one strand of my hair was out of place. And I, and I trust me, I couldn't even post them because I was like, hey, maybe people are going to notice this one strand of hair is out of place. So, so <laughs> wow, I'm even laughing at myself now. So I asked my auntie to, to check it out. And I asked everyone else around me. And I was like, do you guys notice anything wrong with this photo? And they're like, no. And, I, and then, I, and then I, and I pointed it out. And that's when they finally realized that there was something wrong. So social anxiety is a perception. So why are we socially anxious? You most likely experienced a situation or an event in your life that really embarrassed you and you felt really bad and it lowered your self-esteem. So your brain is naturally trying to prevent you from feeling like that ever again. So because our brains are naturally wired to try and detect any kind of danger around us, we focus more on the negative than on the positive. And I can give a more practical example. We all have friends and we all have enemies. So you tend to let your guard down around your friends and you're more comfortable around your friends than you are around your enemies. Because your enemies, you don't know if they're plotting against you or if they're doing something behind your back. You're always on your toes around them. So the same thing applies when it comes to this. So number one, technology somehow plays a role when it comes to social anxiety. So how does it do that? Most times, we tend to interact with our friends or our peers via text or phone call, but it's mostly through text. So because we are always texting one another and we are not experiencing face-to-face interaction, it becomes harder for you to interact with people in person because you haven't really practiced interacting with people. So that's one way. A second way is, you know, especially like when you're young and you're trying to find your identity and who you are and becoming more comfortable in your own skin and accepting yourself, Sometimes we use social media as a way of validating ourselves such that you post a picture and, you, and you'll be like, okay, if I get many likes and if I get many comments, okay, then that may, maybe means that, you know, I'm pretty. But do not put your happiness or your self-confidence in the hands of others. It has to come from within. And this is where we go wrong. 
when you put it in the hands of others and say, depending on the number of likes that I have, that's when I'm going to feel content with myself. Trust me, you'll get, you'll do everything in your power to get those likes and those comments, but you'll still feel the same. <laughs> so you need to do the work from within, from within. And imagine, think about it this way. I actually saw this somewhere. Those likes that you see on Instagram, right? And you want all those, you know, all, all those likes, all those comments. If, let's say 50, let's say you have 50 likes, right? Those 50 people, if they were, come, if, if they were supposed to come up to you in person and tell you they think you're beautiful or you're handsome, imagine you'd be overwhelmed. Social media just creates the illusion that if you don't have a thousand or a million followers or likes, you know, you're not enough, but that's not true. And sometimes anxiety lies to us and it, and it makes us believe or imagine the worst case scenario of every single social uh, uh, situation. And that's not true. And sometimes it makes us believe that we also can't overcome the anxiety, but you can overcome it because what is learned can be unlearned. Yeah, this is just something that you developed because of something that happened to you. But trust me, you can overcome it. So there are ways of or like how people deal with their social anxiety. They can either avoid or endure. So avoidance can either be overt or covert. So I, what do I mean by this? Overt mean like mean like really, really avoiding, like not picking people's calls, you're not going for events, you're not, you know, you just don't want to be seen with people, you're avoiding eye contact, all of that. Then covert would be you go for this for the event, for the party, but you're not quite there. What do I mean by this? You're either on your phone or you're always going to the bathroom or you're with that one person that you came with. <laughs> you don't have to interact with other people. So th that, that's another way of how social anxiety presents itself. Another way is enduring. So you really push yourself to just go through this social, you know, like this social event. Just let me just get it over with. But then it ends up leaving you drained because you're really forcing yourself into something. So most times, social anxiety is tied to confidence and self-worth. So how do I become more confident? And somebody asked me this question, and this is my answer to you. Imagine when you're going, before you go to the gym, your, people like to say, uh, when I feel like going to the gym, that's when I'll start going. But that's the wrong way to go about it. You have to act first and then the feeling will catch up later. So go to the gym and then automatically you will start to feel more inclined to go to the gym. So the same thing goes for confidence. Remember when I talked about self-care? That's one way. Secondly, act like a confident person. Stand up straight. Dress well. You know, talk as if you know what you're saying. Don't be afraid. Speak up. Basically, this, I'm telling you to face your fears. Act like you're confident and your confidence will catch up. And I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah. Do, do the action first and your confidence will naturally catch up. So anxiety comes in four, four ways. 
our appearance number one you're, you maybe you think maybe my shirt is not it's maybe it has a stain maybe it's torn somewhere maybe people will notice maybe i have blemishes on my skin people will notice my acne my hair is not all that you know just basically anything to do with your appearance and and secondly is social skills so you think that when you talk to people either you go blank or they find you boring or they just won't want to listen to you or you know they'll just think what you're saying is dumb number three is your own anxiety you're afraid that people around you will notice that you're actually anxious they'll notice that you're fidgeting they'll notice that you're sweaty you know you have sweaty palms and the last one is your character so you're afraid that people will say you have no personality they'll find you annoying or they're just questioning your whole character maybe they think you're not a good person you know maybe they think you don't belong because your personality is this and that but guys again i'd like to remind you social anxiety is nothing but a perception it is a perception guys is a perception and all those things all those voices you hear in your mind that inner critic we need to work on silencing it so here are some <laughs> of the solutions or how we can deal with social anxiety so number one you need to be kind to yourself so so you maybe you'll be like maybe you start stammering because you're tense because you're talking in front of people and then when you stammer let's say after you're done talking you're so hard on yourself you're like ah what's wrong with you nalepo why did you stammer why did you do that please 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 don't discourage yourself don't talk to yourself like that in fact, you should be the kindest person to yourself, imagine. Don't expect others to be kind to you. You should instead, next time when you stammer, just be like, okay, we stammered, but it's because we were anxious. And why are we anxious? We are going to deal with it. And it is okay to be anxious, but, do not, but you, we will not allow ourselves to be stuck there. That's how you should be kind to yourself. That's how you should talk to yourself. When I say being compassionate, imagine if it was your friend, right? Just imagine if it was your friend who stammered in front of people and she was beating herself up for it. You'd most likely talk to her with so much kindness and tell her, don't worry, it was just that one time. Now, now you can, you're going to do better and now you're going to be able to deal with your anxiety. But why is it that when it is you, you don't talk to yourself the same. And we need to normalize being kind to ourselves. Uh, another way is taking the focus off yourself. So what do I mean by this? Uh, most times, let's assume I'm talking to someone, right? And all I can think about, I'm in my head a lot. Like I'm really, really in my head. All I can think about is maybe this person is going to notice uh, I haven't put on my makeup right. Or my tie is on is not on right or my hair is not combed properly you know all of that 
you're not really listening to the person that's talking to you. You're really trying to read the person's mind and find out what they're thinking about you and if they're noticing things about you. But when such things happen, take a step back. Number one, stop focusing so much on yourself and focus on that other person that you're talking to and really listen to them. And trust me, you will actually become less anxious because this person probably doesn't even notice whatever it is you're noticing. Or another thing is maybe play music or listen to music or, you know, focus on the environment around you. Just take the attention off of yourself because that's, you're giving in to your inner critic the minute you're so, as in you're so, so, so focused on you, you're not even seeing what's going on around you. Another thing would be to prepare yourself. So this is in terms of maybe giving or making a presentation in front of like your classmates or something like that. So prepare yourself and, you know, do all the research because when you're well prepared, you're naturally going to be less anxious because you know that when I go and talk to these people, I know what I'm talking about, you know. Another thing is controlling your breathing. Sometimes when you're socially anxious and, and so let, let, me, let me assume, let me give a very good example. Let's say the first thing that had me anxious was maybe I didn't put on the dress that I wanted to wear today because maybe what I wanted to wear today, maybe it was dirty. So when I, get, when I go there because I'm not wearing what I wanted to wear, I'm super, super conscious about what I'm wearing. Then maybe one person just looks at you a certain type of way and like, okay, oh my God, maybe even there's something wrong with my hair. Then something else happens. Maybe you go and give a speech in front of people and then you stammer. Then be like, oh my God, these people probably think that I'm weak or something because I was stammering. So you're building, 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 building your anxiety. It can even become a panic attack. Like that's how the panic attack starts to develop. Like when you're anxious, you you be, you become really really aware of things that are wrong with you. But it's a perception, and if you allow it to build up, it can become you. You can start panicking. So when you feel anxious and you feel like it's overwhelming, before you get it to the level, before you allow it to get to the level where you're panicking. Just take a deep breath and relax and recollect yourself. Another one is confronting your negative thoughts. I think negative thoughts is something we all really struggle with. So how do I confront my negative thoughts? Let's say, for example, my thoughts are you're not beautiful or you're not pretty enough. Confront them, confront them and actually say to yourself, even if you have to go and stand in front of a mirror, say and proclaim it. I know that I am wonderfully, I mean, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Proclaim it and say it. And imagine your mind will catch up with you. The same thing as what I was, like the same, same thing with what I was explaining when it comes to confidence. If you want to change the way you think, you need to start actively proclaiming things. Like if you say, I'm not good enough, maybe 
in fact if you if you if your mind is telling you you're not good enough write all the things that you know you're good at how wonderful you are all the things that you have been blessed with and start to remind yourself all these things about you and yeah yeah in fact if hey you all need to do that yeah yeah you all need to do that so another thing you can do when you're experiencing in fact the best way to combat these negative thoughts would be write down your negative thoughts if you're in a place to do so write down your negative thoughts and then write down the positive thoughts to challenge the negative ones because the more positive you are you become like the more you train yourself to think positively you become more and more and more optimistic so it starts with the small things i know it may not sound like such a big deal just writing down my negative thoughts and you know combating them with positive ones and you're like mm, will that really help trust me it does the small things matter another way of dealing with social anxiety would be gradually introducing yourself to anxiety inducing situations so i know you're like eh what have you just said as in i just put myself back in anxiety inducing situations no i can't do that but think about it this way if you're afraid of talking to a group of people maybe start with 10 people do what you are afraid of so that you can desensitize what you are afraid of so there's this story i was listening to yesterday an example so there's this man who whenever he would you know talk to someone he was always talking really really quick and he's so agitated at all times because he's afraid of social interactions or talking to someone so one day he actually did what he was afraid of so he went into a restaurant where they were only offering soda refills but no burger refills so he went to the counter and asked them for a burger refill and this time he asked in a normal tone and the pace was just normal the way you speak a normal pace avoiding he was avoiding now speaking so fast the way he used to so he faced his fear and he realized there's nothing to be afraid of i can just talk in a normal way without trying to avoid any kind of social interaction so this is what i mean do something that you're afraid of if you're afraid of maybe posting a picture of yourself imagine one day just do it and then you'll realize there's nothing to be afraid of like it's all in your head social anxiety is a perception and celebrate each and every milestone every small thing that you do celebrate it please please make sure you do and having a support system can also help you like uh, your friends and your family you know if you need someone to talk to someone to lean on that can also help as well so yeah so and there's one more thing i forgot to tell you guys another thing that you should do as you do 
this whole, you know, trying to deal with social anxiety. Please involve God. Um, you know, I think the thing that I'm learning, like I've been learning very recently, is God loves you. He loves you so much. He loves you unconditionally. Like before you were born, before you even came into this world, he knew who you are. He knew your name. He knew where you were going to be born. He knows the purpose he has set for you. Like he, he already knows the beginning and the end of your life. And he loves you unconditionally. Unconditionally. So if God loves you and he says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are made in his image, why don't you believe that? Why don't you believe that? Guys, we need to change our mindsets. In fact, uh, there's something that that really stuck with me as I was preparing for this podcast. Number one, declaring what God thinks of you. As I had said, when go in front of a mirror and say all wonderful things about you, you may think it's not a big deal, but in the long run, you'll start to see its benefits. Number two, say and believe this statement. I am who God says I am. I do not live in a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. I'm telling you, proclaiming these things and actually believing them, it really has an impact on your life and a positive one. Well, so... I came across a 12 step 12 steps of overcoming social anxiety or rather 12 steps to social confidence so I'm just going to read them through some of them will reflect on what I've already just mentioned and so I was thinking before I read these 12 steps I'm going to post them on my on not my page but finding your diamond podcast the page or instagram instagram so i'm going to post them and we're going to do like a challenge right so in this particular challenge you don't have to be the first one to finish <laughs> that's not the point of this challenge the point of this challenge is we move together because we are part of the gems community so as part of the gems community we're going to move together into attaining social confidence so we are going to do the 12 steps, each and every one of us individually. And with each and every step that you accomplish, you'll start to feel lighter and celebrate each and every step that you have accomplished. So maybe after maybe two to three months, maybe let me say two months, I'll post maybe, you know, one of those anonymous, send me anonymous messages. Yeah, something like that, because I know some of you may not be comfortable sharing with me you know personal stuff or you don't want me to know who you are and that's perfectly okay that's that's very okay so what i was thinking is as i post the anonymous or send me the anonymous messages after two months referring to this challenge each and every one of you can put up what has improved in your life and where you are so far with your steps 
and you know just basically what has improved for you so that you can encourage somebody else to do the same that is the whole point of all of this to encourage others to join the gems community so here we go number one acceptance resisting so resisting that you have resisting the fact that you have social anxiety will make it even worse or it will make it difficult to change it so number one accept that i have social anxiety and accept that i have these particular let me call them symptoms of social anxiety so number two getting your subconscious mind to catch up with your acceptance because you know your subconscious mind because it has been wired to a particular way of thinking it takes some time to catch up number three releasing your childhood patterns like i said social anxiety probably stems from somewhere else maybe you did not get enough lovers when you were younger or acceptance or approval or you were in a stressful environment so identify the initial thing that was bothering you so number four uncovering what the initial significant event is so number three is releasing childhood patterns like the patterns in your behavior and number four is the significant or that particular specific event number five healing emotional wounds so uncover the key emotional wounds that people trigger when in a social situation so what is it that happens to you in a social situation what is it that so how do i explain this the emotional wounds that are triggered when somebody says this what causes you to react or to become socially anxious? That emotion, that particular emotional wound. Number six, uh, raise your self-esteem. How you feel about yourself. This is where start with the action, the confidence will catch up. Number seven, overcoming shame and perfectionism, which is coming up, perfectionism is coming up with rules of how you should be. Now, overcoming the shame and perfectionism is understanding or coming to terms with the fact that you are not perfect. If you'd like me to elaborate on them further, I'll do more and more research before I come back to you with this. But yeah, number eight, creating self-acceptance. If you accept all of you, you bring all of you to a social interaction, which is so true. Number nine, eliminating social fears and beliefs. So write down all your fears and your beliefs that prevent you from feeling safe socially. So, what is a belief? A belief is a thought that is backed up by... So, a belief is a thought, but, a, but it is a thought that is backed up by facts or something that happened to you that made you believe something. So, eliminating those social beliefs and coming to terms with the fact that social anxiety is a perception number 10 exposure exposure meaning what i meant by graduate gradually exposing yourself to anxiety inducing situations number 11 deliberate positive thinking i think i've expounded on this quite a bit but you can still do more research on how to become more optimistic number 12 effortless social confidence so this is where we all aim to be guys then this is where we are going to, or this is where we are heading, and we are going to get there.
So I really hope that this episode has been impactful for someone out there. I really hope you have learned something from me. And have a lovely day. And I will be posting the challenge on my Instagram page, Finding a Diamond podcast page, immediately after this episode is published. So stay tuned, guys, and have a lovely day or evening.